Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, November 11th, 2018, and released on Wednesday, April 27th, 2022. This week's message is titled, A Nation Without God, and the scripture reference is Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verses 16 through 17. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. A nation without God, what will happen to that nation? In Deuteronomy 31, verse 16 and 17, And the Lord said unto Moses, Behold, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and this people will rise up and go a-whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land, whether they go to be among them and will forsake me and break my covenant which I have made with them. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured. Many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for these words that you've given us. Which I pray, Lord, that as we honor our veterans, that we will never forget the price they paid. In your precious name I pray. Amen. America's at a crossroad today. God was desecrated in the 60s. And we have basically now produced three generations of people who mostly do not attend church. They have no Christian values or morals. And these people are certainly not teaching their children respect the law, any moral values, and basically have no love for our country. Now, they are doing their best to kick God out of the military and veteran services. I am certainly not a genius, but I don't believe America would have ever won a war without God. In the American Revolution, America was fighting the most powerful army in the world. And we defeated them. By the grace of God, we won that war. In World War II, we took on two countries that were much stronger than America. Yet, God gave us the victory. A nation without God, though, cannot stand. God makes it very clear in our text today if you quit serving him, you will pay the price. God's blessings cannot be if a nation turns its back on God. I believe that is why you see our nation so divided today. We are seeing a great war take place between good and evil, like Ms. Brown mentioned in her talk. There is no harmony, nor will there be any harmony until one side wins. I only pray that good will be the winner. When God has forsaken a nation, so what will happen? Well, the Bible tells us if evil, it will make God angry, and the wrath of God can be very harsh upon a nation. 
God will not bless that nation in any way. He says he will forsake them and hide his face from them. That means God will turn a deaf ear to the prayers of everybody. That country that forsakes God shall be devoured. Many evils and troubles will befall that nation. And people will ask, where is God? And he will not be there since that nation has already forsaken him. My question today is, is it too late for America to repent? It is the Christian's responsibility to repent, though, not the whole nation. Second Chronicles 7.14 tells us, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their lands. Yes, folks, this means this mess America's in today is the Christian's fault. We haven't done our job through the years. We have backslidden and turned away from God. Think about it. A lost person cannot bring us back to God. They have to find God for themselves first. Our nation has witnessed some great revivals in the past, but we need a great revival now more than any time in our history. But do not doubt, America has crossed the line with our military and our veterans. Let me share some information that you may not be aware of. It appears that former President Obama officially began his all-out war on Christians, soldiers, in 2013. His anti-Christian allies in the Pentagon announced, and I quote, religious proselytization is not permitted within the Department of Defense. Court-martials will be decided on a case-by-case basis. Lieutenant Commander Nate Christensen. Under these unconstitutional policies, Christian soldiers and chaplains risk court-martial, prosecution, or even imprisonment if they talk about Jesus, quote the Bible, or share their faith. In 2013, Senior Master Sergeant Philip Monk was punished and released of duty after 19 years of honorable service. His openly lesbian commanding officer objected to his views that traditional marriage was between a man and a woman. Navy Chaplain Wes Motter, a 19-year veteran chaplain, faced his termination of his award-winning career he was relieved of duty and reassigned because he dared to quote the Bible during private counseling. An openly homosexual sailor asked him what the Bible teaches. The chaplain told him the truth. The Bible, he quoted the Bible and said that sexual immorality is a sin. Because Obama's policies are still in force, his anti-Christian friends have publicly demonize Christian soldiers who dare talk about Jesus Christ. They, they, I'm going to give you some quotes. They are being guilty of treason, a Christian, mind you, committing acts of spiritual rape and sexual assault, declaring them 
enemies of the Constitution. These unconstitutional policies instilled in the Pentagon make it a crime for Christian soldiers and chaplains to share their faith. Now, what about our veterans? Well, the Department of Veterans Affairs banned prayers by the VFW Honor Guard for including the words God or Jesus in their prayer. The VA backed down on this, however, and was paid, ordered to pay legal expenses of the Honor Guard of $215,000 because they wanted to pray however they wanted to pray. A choral group of students from the Alleluia Community School were told by the administrators of the Charlie Norwood VA Medical Center in Augusta, Georgia, that they could not sing religious Christmas songs when visiting the hospital. Students in Dallas created Christmas cards to give to hospitalized veterans, but the VA facility rejected the cards because they contained unacceptable language such as Merry Christmas, God bless you, and other religious phrases. Soldiers attending a counterintelligence pre-deployment briefing at Fort Hood, Texas, and they were told, and I quote, evangelical Christians and members of the Tea Party threatened the country and any soldier who donated to these organizations could be subject to discipline. In other words, subs, they're talking about us folks. We are evangelical Christians. We want to win the loss to Christ. And that means a soldier that believes the same as we do can be guilty of, of a crime be punished accordingly. These policies of the Pentagon must be reversed. Our nation's military cannot be saddled with this openly Christian persecution. If these policies are not reversed, we might as well send our soldiers into battle with toy guns hollering bang, bang, because without God on our side, we're not going to win the A nation without God cannot win. Just look at the historical facts. Every war or conflict prior to modern times, and I'm calling Vietnam modern times, the other countries always had stronger, more powerful armies than America. So how did America win all these wars? It was because we had God on our side. The American Revolution, you think a bunch of farmers and could ever whoop the British army and the strength of that army? No. If you'd have been a bet man, you'd have placed all your money on Britain. But that wasn't the case. God was on the side of the revolutionists and they won the war. We need to pray for our military and veterans that are being attacked just because they are a Christian. A nation without God will crumble. Brother Terry, if you and Roxanne will come on. I'm going to have a word of prayer and then we're going to give a brief invitation. This time, if God's touched you in any form or fashion, we urge you to come. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. Be with us now in the invitation time that your will and way will be done.
your precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.